You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Extra grind. Yeah, no, I, right. I got. I just, I felt like I was yelling, and then you're, you, you are yelling. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you say that to I'm too loud. Um, we escalate. Which actually, what do you think? Honest, honest appraisal. It doesn't matter what you answer me. Am I the quiet one of the three of us? Yeah. No, in a group setting one. for sure. Like my voice is, but I, I think oh, my voice doesn't wise? care. No, I think I might be the quiet one. No, your voice carries. Know. But uh, you guys get excited. That's right. That's undoubtable. Yeah, that's that, true. Uh, I'm you, when we, if it's after, you're like, um, you're like a mogwai. Like right. if it's after ten o'clock, your voice gets quiet. Yeah, I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. I live here. Yeah, yeah. That's, no, that's true. true. That's true. In group settings, I'm quiet. That's what group that settings. In group settings, you're with people you don't. Mm. Who you're less familiar with. You you're get, an enigma you kind of wrapped quiet. in a riddle. I don't know. I don't know if I've been in too many... In group settings with people you're comfortable with... Oh, I can you, hold you'll, court. You'll go. Yeah, yeah you'll hold court. Were you just going to say... When you're in group know. settings with people you know, yeah. they don't let you hold court, you motherfucker. No, yeah, they well, go, fuck this guy. Like, well, yeah. they, they, but, tr- they try to interrupt me. But I think when you're in a group setting with a bunch of people you don't know, you could hold court more than you know. And you probably. Yeah, so... I've told you when people just want to talk to me like, oh, I enjoyed your band, and then I end up fucking torturing them because I'll just they ta- you punish them out of oh, it oh I punish them you reverse punish yeah it's I, anti-punisher what's the uh, who's punisher's prime are so you're you Frank Jigsaw? Castle Jigsaw. Yeah. oh boy yeah, yo for anybody uh, it, it, look there's 400 people that follow my little comic book newsletter and I'm excited follow about follow my comic book newsletter I'm excited about in. that excited if if I can get it up to 500 it's pretty good for a small guy But let us know when you're at 499 we'll d- delete ours so, so here's the point amen though. I wrote I was writing about the uh, Mike Barron Punisher run. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that doesn't know about it. I'm feeling punished right now. <laughs> the Some of it's just cocaine ramblings. It makes no sense. Yes. It's bad writing. But the jigsaw puzzle. So wild and fun. It's so wild and fun. And the first, the, movie. Uh, the first half of, of the jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. Not the second half where like there's the rev. Is, it goes off the rails. It goes yeah. off the rails. The yeah. devil shows up. It's weird. But the first half. When you got that Mike, uh, that Mark Texiera uh, art, really good. Oh my so god! Mark Texiera is one of his best. Oh, dude, the nihilism of the whole thing is insane. The violence is over the top. It's Where's beautiful. he now? Uh, I think he only does commissions, but maybe he does yeah. Hollywood stuff. I haven't seen him on a book book in forever. I agree, a long time. So, what did you think of that early Moon Knight stuff that you were reading? I'm so, still getting through it. It's uh, so crazy, man. <laughs> All right, when you get to, I think around 9, 10, 11, yep. he hits, we get midnight. Yep. No, no, you get midnight early, but then midnight early. shows up later as like as like his son or some bullshit. Yeah. When, when you get to midnight, the second part, what is happening? it's good. It's a good run. It's, it's solid. It's an underrated. Marvel launched at that time four books at the same time. Quasar, Moon Knight, 
uh, the John Byrne Namor uh-huh. run and New Warriors, I believe. Uh-huh. New Tom, War- Tom New died in his chair. New Warriors was a breakout hit for it me was. as a kid. It was good, Of too. a certain age, that was just the shit. I think it's our age. Um, <laughs> oh, but the Moon Knight run got overshadowed by all of those, even Quasar, yep. strangely enough. I was That's re- wild! I was, I was reading, <laughs> even Quasar! I was re- yeah, well, Quasar is... And then Valentino's uh, Guardians came out in that same time frame, right after that. Yep. Yep. Quasar was the name that the Beastie Boys played under their assumed name. That's correct. When, when they played the when they played Coney Island, Is I was like, "What?" I think it was a Wendell Vaughn tribute. So, so <laughs> I know about Quasar. They All literally right. played as Quasar. Uh, well, I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Quasar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Mark Spector. Then I'm Darkwing. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I'm Frenchie. Okay. Uh, so, uh, by the way, last thing I'll say, Tom, I know Holy you're suffering. Fine. I know you're suffering. He's dying. The, the way that it is such a ba- an overt Batman rip is just so crazy. Talking with a friend last night, Spider-Man mm-hmm. equals Superman's friends and family and job, etc., mm-hmm. plus Batman's rogue gallery. Okay. I'm going to have to chew, it. I'm gonna have to chew it. it on it. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty crazy. Welcome so. to a hardcore podcast. Uh, we talk about hardcore a little bit sometimes once yeah, in a while on occasion. Uh, what, what's the pulse of the people? Are they enjoying our hardcore talk? We've been killing it. Yeah. Uh, so let's pull back a quick note. Thank you for everyone who's listened. We by the time you heard this was a few weeks ago, but we crossed five hundred thousand streams. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Which is wild. It is. It's really cool. We think we broke are the tracking metric because it broke right before we hit it. So sure. that was cool. Um, <laughs> Yo, that, hold on. Let me explain how funny that was because I, that, that was when I was in my tooth pain and I was busy. You couldn't and, give less of a fuck. And, and, but the, the group no. chat's blowing up with what is going on with these Why we only have numbers? one listen? Yeah, yeah. like yeah. So for people at home, SoundCloud tried some new, new software. That failed. That failed. And so all the tracking Got was, really funky for two days ish. Yeah, so like, uh, uh, you know, we do we do decent numbers for a small podcast, and it was registering a day in as us having four Did listens you just say or decent something. Numbers insane. for a small, but who the fuck? <laughs> this asshole gets. Uh, it's a modesty thing. I'm just you're the trying, least modest to, person I know. He, just, I try to be humble. He tries to keep some of it. He he picks his spots for lowkeyness, but in a weird way. So, <laughs> but he's the most braggadocious asshole in worst possible timeline. No. Here he's trying to downplay because he knows he no. knows Eric will let him roll, and he he's still flexing. And I just listened to the episode where we talked about very how how Eric gets abused by Patrick. He's very abusive. <laughs> yeah. It's not true. I it think he true. pulls out the, he pulls out his red hat and throws it on. Eric starts bullies me. Bullshit. That's a lie. You liar. You can, you can barely say it. Out you, loud. The last time I listened, you yelled at him for like yawning or something. Yeah, because yawning yeah, drives me insane. What, what are you me. fucking shoot, Vince McMahon? I shoot you fucking daggers weirdo? at you too. When you listen back, it sounds like the room is falling asleep. Yeah, you'll kill him. I will fucking throw you out a window. Watch my eyes. Yeah, Watch my eyes. Okay. So, so we. A weird fun fact is that since February of last year, and this is stupid, but people have been listening to Axe Grind every hour since then. No shit. Yeah. That's so nice. that's crazy. Yeah. It's Yo, really shout cool. out to the listeners. Thank so shout out to everybody. Shout you. out to Death Wish, Closed Casket, Run for Cover, Triple B, Urban Cabin Soap Company, all our buddies, everybody who supported us because uh, that's really cool. Single mothers. 
the New York Mets, mm-hmm. uh, pharmacists who do their job the right way. A single mothers the band? No, I was th- well, yeah, sure. I like, I like them. them too. Public cool transportation. Very good. Uh, public tra- people that yeah, bus people drivers. who ride buses. R- R- Tom gets people the- who don't take children on buses. <laughs> oh yeah, Tom gets the bit that I'm doing. The, the yeah. Joe Budden podcast started doing a thing where they would give shout outs, and then it, it, people started writing them and, and being like, "Well, what ab- what about you know yeah. c- <laughs> civil service workers that, that that wake up before 4 a.m.? So so now they tried tr- they try to keep pace with it, and yeah. they up being very funny where they'll be like people that assemble stereo equipment <laughs> like, like, shout out to those three raccoons that fought when we were driving home that yeah, one yeah, night right. it was really crazy uh yes shout out to them uh do you think they're still alive one of the three okay one mind. of the three died one. or alive i think one is alive. alive uh the are, you, are they still over there in that weird spot yeah where that, was that Masspath, right Masspath. yeah do you guys see any of my uh instagram stories where i'm dealing with the wildlife i muted you I mute. No, I did. <laughs> you scumbag. I, I did. I literally did. You scumbag. I go back and check every once in a while. I muted a few of my closest friends because you guys are the you fucking worst. Scum. <laughs> Yo, if I don't see your face and Morgato's face on a fucking selfie in a in a, uh, in a minute, I will be a better person. You for know it. what? It's not a selfie. It's not like I'm doing blue steel. We're just we're talking to the camera. What do you want to be? That's aim fucking it at weird. Life? What do you want me to be staring at when I'm talking? What do you want the camera on? I don't know. Just not on you. <laughs> Maybe have the pug. I mean, I've been doing more of that. No, but oh, like, yeah, the- you can be like, what about, you know, like, I mean, I had to say, what I have a video friends? of you doing cheerleader. Yeah, that's like cool. I save that because I want to send that to you <laughs> every once in a while. When you think you're hot shit, I'm going to be like, remember oh, this? Uh, remember this face? I, you know, I'm not going to have any shame. I lo- I actually lo- really I enjoy the karaoke. I do. It's not karaoke is cool. It's you not just a mental karaoke. illness. It, it, it's, it's, I feel like it's good for your really health. Popping. That is that is I think I like my my lean for a live event is we should do some karaoke thing. I love karaoke. I'll do yeah, it anytime. So uh, uh, before I, this devolves any further, what were you talking about with your story? Did you want to tell us something you did? Uh, 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 I'll search you now and watch it. What, what the fuck were we talking about? You're talking about your Instagram stories. Oh, there's just so much wildlife upstate. Yeah, you know I mean, it, it, it's. Yeah, uh, did you upstate. forget? It, well, I did. I, you know, I my mother lives oh, now. Yeah. She bought it. She got a new place, and she is facing uh, the woods. Mm-hmm. And firstly, it is pitch dark for upstate. Like, oh, yeah. uh, like uh, you know, no light pollution from truly like yeah. very little, yeah, no. very very little. And uh, even though she lives not far from no. shit, but. Uh, but you the, could walk to Crossgates. The other day on my so, does, do people want the update on my life? Or you want me to make it quick? Let's do sponsors and then get okay. to the update of your uh, life. Let's so, start with our buddies at Deathwish Inc. Okay, uh, let's talk about Deathwish. Uh, instead of talking about a Deathwish release, I'm going to talk about a Deathwish affiliation. Because you know what we say, Deathwish Distro, strong, bang, strong. Go order those records. Let's get it in first. You go there, enter the promo code. Axe to grind. You're going to want to... You spell that out. 10% off. Deathwishink.com. Talk about what they got going on in the distro. So, looks like they have teamed up with Armageddon Label, which Ooh. which I would have to I would have to guess that's the Armageddon shop. Yeah? Yes. Providence. So, Boston. Yep. Providence and Boston. Uh, for those of you that like the experience of going into record stores, this would be a one to do that. Go do that. Uh, no promo codes work there, but that's fine. Who knows? Maybe say it to them. Let's see what, see what pops. Who knows? So just go into any store and say, "Hey, I've got this promo code." <laughs> yeah, exactly. You take this? Can you give me ten percent? Maybe For, it's like Bed Bath and Beyond, like they take other people's uh, coupons or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah, go just, to Bed, like, Bath, Beyond. just like walk in the fucking like I want my 10%. screamers on and be like, "I was told to say axe to grind." Oh, before you do this, mm. I was told you're you're a 
band that plays bigger shows. Mm, on occasion. I was told that there's usually a merch password at some of these bigger venues that like they'll set you up, like set the merch guy up and be like, all right, so if anyone comes to you and says X, give them whatever they ask for. Mm. Wow. So um, a friend of mine works for this band and their password was Frank Castle. Mm. Which I was nice. like, what does that mean? Because it's the fucking Punisher. Yes. So like wow. we made my friend go do it. <laughs> and they're like, um, they're like, yeah, I was told uh, Frank Castle. And literally they're like, oh, what do you want? Take whatever you want. And they gave her a bunch of stuff. That's See, awesome. So it does work. I would like the uh, promo code to not have to pay venue merch fees. because You get the 10% <sighs> off. You get the 10% talk back. To, talk to fucking MGMT, buddy. Doing these. You got to make that work. Doing these. No, there's no wiggle. There, there's so. Tell me more about it. I just made it happen. So, how much oh. did you dro- did you drop it, or did you drop it by a percent? I refuse to believe. I'm going to need it in writing. The, the, I'll pull it up right now. The fight that That's the reason big. I know this is because the it wasn't for us. It was for a big band and trying to get it reduced. And I was witness to the whole yeah. sort of thing. They got it dropped by like five percent. You know, right. I mean, after sh- battles. So yeah. it, maybe people don't know what we're talking about. But I guess about. at that level, that's a lot of money. It is, yeah. So people that don't know what we're talking about, uh, if, you, if you play uh, typically, not even larger venues, some just highly professional right. venues, whatever. If you go to the merch and you realize, wow, this shirt's a little bit more expensive than I thought it would there be. There might be a reason for There's that. The, that's the reason most of these venues take anywhere between 15 and 25% yeah. um, of your merch bill, of like your merch. They Sales. count you in. Yep. The, so the highly professional ones count you in. The m- more casual, uh, f- particularly for openers, will just yeah. say, what did you sell? A- and uh, I would be shocked if anybody in the history of the world was fully honest about that. Sure. But it's an understood that you're not being fully honest and whatever. And uh, it is... So I'm going to pick my words carefully because uh, I represent not just myself, but uh, uh, two bands, Right. That sucks, dick, and it's I hate terrible. it, and I hate it, and I don't think it's an honest way to make a living for these fucking venues. I think it is. Uh, is it for them to hedge their bets in case your show sucks? If the show sucks, I'm not going to be making Bring any merch fucking too. money on That's merch. True too. It's just a way to fucking extort make more a money. little bit more money. And look, venues, I appreciate you. I do. I get that it's uh, hosting fucking bands is a fucking hassle on a lot of levels. Right. I get it. And maybe if your your band's not a, a drinker. Crowd bands, yes. yeah, they you, need to you gotta find ways to somehow. make money. Yeah. Sure. sure, yo, you know what's crazy? Mm. So there's things I feel really strongly about, mm. but a weird change. Really? This might be like a testosterone thing, like a dip or something, like like a change in my life. It's I happening. Na- yeah, I now just try to see the other side and give them the whatever credit I can before launching into the thing that I feel strongly about. Right. So I think merch, I think merch cuts are straight up. Is criminal. this the equivalent of like, I'm not a racist, but did he just do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, maybe. I'm not a racist, but blankety blank. No, but I'm just saying like, I like, I try to understand why they would do something. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though I hate it. And even sure, though I'm sure. about to rail against it, but yeah, I get it. Like it, look, running yeah. a venue's tough. Your margins aren't great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really got to be doing bar sales and you don't get that every night because what if the crowd is a drug crowd? You're not sure, selling them sure, drugs. Sure. What if your crowd is a straight edge crowd? Yeah, you're all yeah, yeah, yeah. SOL. So whatever. Point is. Not many straight edge crowds left out there. No, really. no. So, if they're doing bar shows, it's, it's, they tricked them. You everybody, know what I, mean? I hope the Palladium money. has grenadine. 
Yeah, there you go. And they got they got money. They're, they're going to do fine. <laughs> I want some grenadine. So, my point is, I fucking hate it, and it makes me mad. You know what we don't hate? What? Death Arm- with Shank. And Armageddon. Oh, and Armageddon. oh, no, we don't hate Armageddon at Armageddon all. Armageddon label. Uh, yes. Uh, let's see. What should we suggest? I just ordered uh, the drop dead shirt. The drop dead shirt, shirt, which I've worn every day. And weirdly, my mother has not noticed. I I interact with my mother every day. There's a certain level where she's numb to you. She is. You know, so that's fine. (laughs) She really is. Like, I say wild shit, and she just, it it really rolls right off her back. Um, She's just going to, you're going to be like, Mom, do you remember that thing I was telling you about? She's going to be like, mute button. Yeah. No, I I muted you. I muted you. Precisely. I also recommend the mutilated tongue twelve inch. Oh yeah, uh, talk is poison, dudes. New band, it's fucking great. Okay, fast hardcore punk shit. It's good. Yo, did this uh, dirty uh, totalitar? Uh, did this record mean something to you? Not to me. It's fine. It's Cause good because it, it was around. It was around. It was I really can picture the goddamn logo. Yes, you can. On every I, shirt. Yeah, oh, very big. Around like big, uh, kind big, of big. unavoidable. Cool that it's partnering up with Death Wish. They partnered up with a bunch of other new stuff to do. Distro, uh, Neurot Store. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Really cool. So just keep an eye on that. They got a lot of stuff cooking. Um, hey, There's, who else do we want to talk about? Uh, let's talk about Run for Cover. Run for Cover. They got a lot of new stuff cooking. Runforcoverrecords.com. You enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you're going to want to. Spell it out. 15% off your whole order. New records coming out. Horse Jumper of Love, So Divine. Uh, check this out. Really pleasant. Yeah. Very nice. I don't know yeah. what it sounds like. I haven't checked it out. Um, gentle. The songs I've listened to are, are gentle and pleasant. And I don't mean that in a disparaging way on a hardcore podcast. And my Gotta to- change the flavor. My tooth pain, I don't enjoy music. So I just haven't fucked with anything in like two weeks. What have you been listening to? Damn, mostly like you've been watching own TV, thoughts. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I was I was lost in my own thoughts the other day. Yo, have you taken a walk? Without, yeah, <laughs> Yo, yes. you tried this new shit walking. I walked with another. I just walked the dog around in yeah, that yeah, little yeah. stroller, and, and I didn't. I, I didn't hate so much that sentence. <laughs> and, and the dog's legs don't work. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and oh, he doesn't. Uh, well, she struggles. She, she right. struggles. Well, don't we all? Uh, but the point is, I I Get was better soon. I was walking around at night. Yeah. Just trying to yeah. work on some comic book shit, and I was and I didn't bring my little phone, and I was thinking, damn, it's quiet. Oh, I'm alone with my thoughts. Said, oh, it's a wild I world, said, man. Oh no, oh, oh no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so th- I've been listening to my thoughts a lot. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, not really. All right, so. Horse Jumper of Love is a great alternative to just listening to your thoughts. Yeah, really anything. Uh, check is. that out. Sheet metal. Also got Young Gov new record, which is cool. Ben Cook. Has he changed the sound, or is it what he was doing when he first came out? I don't know. Um, it's an extension of that. Okay. I think he's doing a little different. But um, what was the other stuff? Was like kind of power poppy, right? Like this is kind of a, like not Britpop, but no, like but kind power of power uh, pop is a good way to describe it. Like uh, yeah. Like jangly on top of that. Um, oh, I know. I remember that. I don't want to go to the party. That's the only. Oh, yeah. That's the only I remember. It was like a marvelous darling song. Back. Yeah. Oh, that's what it was. That was yeah. And Shit. he's done a lot right. of bands. Um, Young Gov. Young Gov. Solo. This is, yeah, solo stuff. I, I think it's really cool. I think it's a nice fit. Currently on tour, with Culture Abuse and Tony Molina. If you like either of Culture Abuse or Tony Molina, you probably would. Fuck there you go. That's pretty hard. And Dare's on it too. And Dare's on it. Different sound than <laughs> Young Gov. Yeah, a little bit. But cool, cool idea. It's on the show. Yeah, that, I like that mix. Dare I do good, like it. Good stage drivers, though. 
True. Yeah, Dare. They just played in Brooklyn. They did a secret show. Oh, that's Culture right. abuse and Dare jumped on. They that's played right. as well, mm-hmm. and they did an outburst cover. Mm. When things go right. So go to runforcoverrecords.com, enter the promo code Axe to Grind, spell it out, 15% off. 15. Let's Crazy. get it. Thank you also to our other sponsors. We're doing fucking tons of big shit, so you'll hear us talk about them a bunch. Closed casket activities and triple B. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get it. So we're recording a couple episodes because you're gone all July. I'm gone a lot in July. Mm. I'm gone. I'll be gone till November. I'll be gone till November. I'm gone. Uh, so yeah, uh, that'll get announced by then, right? Uh, no, no, different. Sure, thing. this is coming. different thing. That's all gonna, of them. I'll so, be on tour. Sorry, right? I was thinking about the tour in the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, my life uh, is a mess, and I can't keep up with these tours. Yes, my I'm going life, to Europe. My life, my yes, life. so mm-hmm. uh, three weeks basically. Is mm-hmm. that right? And then I don't know. And then. <laughs> So say what am I banned? So when you when when we told you yesterday that hey can we record tomorrow, uh, it's because I had just found out from Pat minutes before that because I'm gone on that starting tomorrow and I was actually going to fly out tonight, oh. but I oh, pushed shit. it back to tomorrow. So Where you we going? Do this uh, flying into Vegas and then going to Grand Canyon, Zion. Arches. Oh shit! Yeah, what so fun. the fan? Yeah. yeah. They're wow. going to the D League. Wow. <laughs> oh, I wish I was going to G League. Um, oh, that's G-League? the week after. Yeah. Yo, it's fucked up. I'm missing because they have heart shows. Simmons is doing a live set at the G League. And uh, unfortunately, we, hardcore. Mm. Get in the way. Uh, so, yeah, just doing that. We're going to go hang out in the desert for a few days. That's Sick. cool. There's like three or four days that are completely unplanned, and I want to go drive around. And Amanda's like, Maybe we'll just hang out and relax. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. It's also cool. Yeah, I can do whatever. I'm happy with whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, I'm away. And then I'm going to, I think I'm going to San Diego Comic-Con. I should. Yeah. I don't want to. I you should. should. It's I a know. good move. You go for the whole weekend? Yeah. I mean, isn't that's the biggest one in the world, right? Yes. Yeah. Bigger than New York? Yeah, it's yeah. bigger New than York New York. Is close. But New York is New York is big. And, New York is growing. And but San Diego is the one where they get like all the movie shit, though. Right? They do. Like they'll they do. be like, "Here's a new fucking Superman." Yes, mm-hmm. fucking, yeah. they do. It's a good. It's a good. You got to career wise. I'm shake some pants. Yeah. yeah, we'll get you a Riddler costume to wear. And oh, dude, fucking, riddle me this. Yeah. You know what? Kindlin. The only yeah. it might be more fun if I did cosplay. I it might be, should I do a steampunk? What should I do? Steampunk Patrick. Yeah, done. Just steampunk version done. of yourself. Fuck You're just wearing a monicle. Maybe Fuck. you mentioned Axe of Grind cosplay as someone who gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you notice he hasn't been promoting, right? Who? Because I've been counting. Oh, I have been counting. What? Yeah, it's so coming it's, out of his pay. Yes, that's right. You better, you're that's goddamn right. right. He's excited about that. He didn't. He thought. He thought because he hasn't been getting punished in the group chat that like, oh, maybe they're fucking believable. Every goddamn Tuesday morning, I'm out there fucking <laughs> handing out flyers. He's like the fucking on my way boy. to my job, whoop, whoop. fucking <laughs> hustling. <laughs> this motherfucker I, I have can a, really be like. He's got, he's got a brand. Ask, yeah, ask the labels I deal with. I have a more pulled back approach to promotion. <laughs> yeah, that's what, is that what you call it? You <sighs> fucking asshole. Speaking of promotion, yeah, I got what some we got? questions. Okay. You'll never have one if the, with that attitude. You'll never get one with that attitude. <laughs> no, I got to work for myself with that attitude. It's fucking, you're absolutely correct. Um, what hey, do we guys. Got? Pat's, yeah, Bob's got questions. This may not be super punk to talk about, okay. but I just graduated public relations school, so it's interesting to me. Okay. Yeah. That entire intro was a long play set up to this. Triple B and Wildside purchased a billboard above a building in their hometown to promote the Wildside album. I think this was really effective because it created a cool cryptic visual that I saw plastered over Instagram stories. It made me really excited for the album. A picture of the billboard 
also ended up being the album art. So they killed two birds with one stone. Good job. I really like the album cover, by the way. Yes. What are some of the notable ways bands have promoted records, tours, etc. throughout hardcore history? And why don't more bands take chances like this? It seems like one out of 100 bands will make an effort to stick out, while the other 99 just stick to the old press run slash earn social media formula everyone else is doing. Hope to hear from you soon. Vince. You know what? Thank you, Vince. Vince That's a great question. Always a good, good question asker. Well, number one. Not punk enough for me, Vince. I'm sorry. I won't answer. <laughs> Fucking asshole! I didn't realize that wasn't that was real. I thought that was like a Photoshop. No, real. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so because I bet they're it costs six hundred dollars. Uh, some Canadian, some American. They're right around the Niagara. Oh, so, that's such a! I didn't realize. I thought that was legitimately we'll be like a doing good Photoshop a, deal. We'll be doing an extra grind billboard up there soon. Why not? Fuck it for like pennies on the dollar. We'll get it done. Three hundred fifty bucks about. Yeah, on the six. Here's what's up. Bands, there's uh, typically five of you. Let's say one of you has a drug problem or just doesn't like to work. So let's say there's four of you. Right. Uh, Is this drug charge? $1,000 still isn't that much money between four people. So if you can get some fun little promo thing like, you know, a week's worth of a billboard in, yep. a, in a downturned area. Yep. Why not? Wild Side was very smart. Great idea. It, it worked on t- 10 different levels. I, I bet they it. went to Triple B and said, hey, we're trying to do this. We also want to use this as the album art. Here's where it is. What yep. do you think? Got buy-in. Sam got excited. Sam thought right, it was How cool. much does it cost to get a cover, to make a cover? To do a cover art? It can be expensive. So it's like, you already... Right. Yeah. So it, it could have been a wash. Um, well, other creative yeah. promotion? Yeah, I'm trying think to think. Think about Trail of Lies. Did That's those promotions? That's the first one I things? thought of. And they did it all themselves last year. Uh, invested in themselves. And I thought that had people talking. Uh, there's been like... Through hardcore history, um, there have been chances of bands having billboards in their hometown. Mm-hmm. Christensen had yes. a billboard in Louisville. Yes. Everyone thought that was weird. Yep. And It kind of was. It was intentionally a stunt, though. Like, they were right. stunting. They were stunting. Yeah. But... How'd that work the, out? Not well. <laughs> Didn't really work out. Could have gone better. But it was a really different time. Yep. Stuff like that. That was frowned viral, upon, right? Frowned upon. Didn't have the chance to go viral the way these things do. Good point. Yeah, true. This, the, the, they were stunting, but that self-awareness wasn't easy to read off of it. When the Wild Side thing, clearly, they put up a billboard that says, who the hell is Wild Side? Yeah. Perfect. It's cool. Everybody gets it. It's cool. Great record. All cool right. thing. Correct me. I'm old. It's not true. Thank you. Um, I'm young at heart. Were they a band before this? Yeah, they were. Because I knew the name. Yeah, but like I feel like this is like almost such a new energy that I didn't think they were. Feels like a coming out party for sure, right? Absolutely. I just thought it was like a band. Like, oh, you named it like Wild Side because it was Wild Side from, you know, locking out from fucking two thousand two, and it's just another band that didn't realize (laughs) that or whatever. They've been a band for a few years now, but haven't done much touring. But wanted to do this full length. Finally got it together. Went out. Did that. And, and did some shows with Fury are doing a long and distort and doing a long West Coast thing soon cool. too. Yeah, That's so cool. they're they're like doing it the way I think people should. And you know, I don't, I what, can't, yeah. I don't know any of those guys, but they they hustle. put this together and now are catching a little bit of heat. And I hope people notice it. It's cool. <laughs> One thing that they did that I feel like Patrick would love. Well, Nick, Ooh. our our Chicago representative, Shout saw out. them and he said it was wild mm-hmm. in Philly. 
They played oh. at the Mocha, maybe? Yep. And they literally played in front of a video of them playing another show. <laughs> Such I a good it. idea. Yo, are are we approaching an era where hardcore bands are going to be clever? I think I people so. want things to be fun again. That's what I, <sighs> I See, asked uh, this on the Patreon about hardcore on the internet being not fun. So subscribe to our, our Patreon. There's a fucking lot of episodes up there. Check that out. Good episode went up very Re- recently. Really yeah. good. Um, but we, I said the internet, hardcore on the internet can be pretty unfun. <laughs> But I think people want it to be fun because it's fucking fun oh, when it's fun. Yeah, okay. Clever is good. Uh, so, okay. Can I, can I go off? soliloquy. Okay. So, you know my beef with the shore. You have beef with the shore? I got shore Tread beef. Lightly. Really? I got shore Interesting. beef. I'm honorary and he lives no, there. People knocking on this door soon. Have you met Ryan? Can, uh, have can you they, met AJ? Can, can the shore find their way up here? I don't even know. They're Here's, here now. They're Here's in the Brooklyn. Point. They're probably like a mile yeah. from here. Here's the point. They like fun way too much. So I feel like the shore. And tell me, if, tell me if I'm wrong. So you're you're probably gonna say that they're who who is the shore mm. acolytes of music sure. musically musically floor punch floor, floor punch floor punch, maybe. Floor punch because like of a regional thing. But but who like do you what? say underdog? Underdog, underdog still sure. do, underdog still has fans in the oh, shore. Absolutely. I'm not taking Most anything people, away from underdog no, 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 by the yeah, way. Yeah, I like course, underdog a lot. But I'm saying the shore is one of the places they can still play presumably, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely, sure. Okay. So, here's the thing about underdog. Underdog New York hardcore. Yeah. Underdog's very cool. Mhm. It also might have been heavy inspiration on stuff that I don't like. Sure. Right? 311. Well, I was going to say locking out stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And locking out stuff seems mm-hmm. to now be an inspiration on the shore again. Does that sound accurate? The shore coincided with a lot of that, like mm-hmm. the way it is now. But I'm thinking of one shore band that that who? I'm thinking of Crust. Crust, yeah, okay. That set to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, he lo- they love the that's locking out. out. So yeah, yeah, to me, right? Yeah, sure, now, sure, sure. Now I like Crust more because I know him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. That's the only reason you like that shirt you got, and I like that shirt. But we're tie dyeing the rest. I've been wearing it a lot. Good. But. Your mom have any comments on that one? No. My mom must be blind to this shit. Muted. You know I mean? She muted yeah, your she fucking did. ass. She muted my existence. All right. So, uh, what I'm saying is, the sh- locking out is about fun. Yes. And that's where it lost me, right? We've talked about it. Uh-huh. Uh, and people that want to do fun now, I am always like, oh, no. Is it See, because like, I think is it like the problem is you're making an association with fun Meaning that you don't that there's no seriousness there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. I'm talking about like the wacky wacky like because that's a part wacky waka loses me too. Yeah, on skateboards and shit. You know what I mean? But what's wrong with a raccoon on skateboards? It's just too much. It's just too much. Maybe with the pizza it goes over the line, but uh, you know. what are some other good promo things? Or do you have other? No. Oh, oh, I, oh we can go to promo. I, well, we, we I, beef in the shore. I, yeah, right I'm now. just beef in the shore. No, but so you fun. I you love don't the like shore. Fun. You don't like fun. No, I you don't know, like Murphy's thinks, Law? He, well, and that's what I was going to say. That I was literally just driving. And like, I like Murphy's Law, but I can't tell you the last time I put it on. Same, but, but I love the, it. But the other day I was driving home and I was thinking about the, the baked, not fried shirt. Yeah. It just says baked, not fried. I'm like, that's so fucking cool. You know cool. what kind of fun I'm into right now, though? I did listen to the Choking Victim what? record the other day, and I was like, oh, I like Choking Victim now. Scott Fun. Oh, yeah, I do oh like Scott you know fun. what we're Scott doing? Fun. Uh, <laughs> Scalapalooza. Because we were somewhere, I think we were at a flea market the other day, and Amanda said, oh, do you want to check out my new ska band, hot, flea market hot dog? 
<laughs> and I was like, oh, that can come out on the Axe to Grind Records Presents. Now that's what I call Ska Volume 10. That, that would be, the, and that would be the one band that does the comp, and then you never hear about them exactly. again. Everybody's like, perfect. Yeah, what about Flea Market Hot Dog? Perfect. That track's great. No. So, so anyway, point is, I yeah. really like Clever. I'm not sure I'm with Fun. You, like you don't like band. Wacky, no, you, you like Clever. You, but but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Wacky's not, exactly. I don't know who likes, some people, so I think of a band, I think Beatdown's gone wacky. Oh, it has. <laughs> you're, you're correct. And I think there's a lot of Beatdown <laughs> that's definitely wacky. You're correct, yes. And so it's not as, people aren't as self-aware of it. Mm-hmm. And to me, fun is fun until it gets too wacky. Like, do you get big mad at like the 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 crowd surfer that's like, "Hey, look, I'm on a pool float." No, is that too wacky? See, you got to be careful because you're in the non-core scene, and that's a fun scene. For you're sure, fucking up. for sure. But that's why we're okay. drug church is a half fucking ass hair from raccoon on a yeah, pizza true. skateboard. Absolutely correct. And, and I, so, and you fucking like it, you asshole. Here's the you're thing, up though. on stage. You're about to be wearing a fucking SpongeBob shirt. So <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Uh, here's the thing. I Only think, if he's under under 130 pounds. I think I'm keeping. I think I'm keeping us from being fully fun. Does that seem yeah yeah like, 100%. does that track yes it yeah does. yeah and and you guys don't have wacky bass player you don't know like no you need wacky bass yeah. style yeah. Yeah. like oh look he's fat but he doesn't have and a shirt he's got, on he's got his shorts down to his knees and yeah. his socks up to his yeah. shorts yeah because you're like I feel like you do like drug church is you like under protest you're like <laughs> I'm gonna have fun but I'm not gonna like it yeah yeah that's yeah. what it, like That's you, you'd true. rather be like the, the fucking artsy fartsy we got like. the uh, last self defense album titled the next drug church is me under protest under- <laughs> so, <laughs> so under yeah protest. fun is tough for me but I do like clever fun is tough and, for and me back to promo sorry I'm sorry I de- you should yeah, no, apologize no. to the shore now I'm sorry we're gonna give you a list of names cause people. we'll keep going yeah until you get in real trouble, and we'll just call them because they're down the street. Right? Are they really unreasonable? Nobody at the no, shore. No, they're not. They're at all the shore super reasonable. And they looked at you, and they're like, "Dude, we'd eat you alive, whatever." You remember we were talking about you being quiet in groups? Mm. Mm. What? When you were pretty quiet at the shore? Yeah. This is this is for people that for people for people that aren't for people that aren't following our video feed right now. Yeah. This is me. Which, going, by the way, maybe we do live YouTube. This time. is me going off mic to go. I had my reasons. What about when we were talking about? Oh, uh, we can't talk about that on there. This yeah. was a different time. We were standing on the corner we at can't Asbury. Talk about on there in Asbury. Yep. And you were pretty quiet too. And your reasons weren't applicable at that time. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyways. back to the point. The uh, we were talking about a gangbang, but that's okay. Oh, so, I yeah. went to I, I went to the Y three days in a row. I think I'm ready for the show. You're ready for the gangbang. <laughs> All right, good. you went to the <laughs> Y. Join in. So, yo, the Y has some fucking beasts at it, though. I don't know if you've been to the Y lately. There's some fucking the strong not that Schenectady. There's some strong people at of the course. fucking Y. There's the Y com- ain't that cheap anymore, no, man. That's true. It's that's like true. fifty dollars like a month. That's true. I've got a stolen card. Don't tell anybody. Nice. So the uh, back to promo. I mm-hmm. think that there's uh, the the meme the memery is what you got to do. We've talked about uh, if it wasn't uh, if I can't uh, l- l- listen yes. uh, unified right unified right. right. We've talked about how which I think treads the line of, of memery meme-able. and clever. Yes, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, for example, speaking of our buddy's crust, the, he took a bunch of old like Archie comic fucking uh, just little panels. And change the text to be like shocking. I can't believe they're doing it. The crust and like that hits and that hit Instagram stories and people are like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, you know, like just do something different. Don't don't tread. You know what I actually have seen eight times now 
is the um, if you don't like blank, then dial one eight hundred eat shit. Yeah. With the seventies cartoon thing, you know that was cool the first time someone did that a year and a half or two ago, <laughs> and now I've seen it. And I'm not calling out anybody because Advanced Perspective just did it. I don't think they ripped it off from another band, but I've seen three bands do it. Mm. So I'm like, man, like y'all gotta. I like just look though. around. I, I like, like Advanced Perspective, so I'm good with that. But like. When I see it, I'm like, yo, are you guys paying attention? And maybe they aren't. It's cool. Everything's kind of cylindered, you know? Oh, man. We get, w- w- let's do... We did... How long ago did we do our What We Think's Coming Next? That must have been, been a, a year minute. ago. We, <laughs> oh, we, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, what's next? We, yeah. we should revisit that and, okay. and try to... Because I'd be curious what we think... What we got right? or like, like, Yes, but also... I think we were pretty accurate on Also, aesthetically, what is coming next because oh, you're yeah. right there's going to be some bands that distinguish themselves by going with something very unlike everything else okay so let's talk promo um, yeah I, one thing that i thought was cool perfect world with the the call-in number yeah sure. absolutely yeah. Thought that was a smart idea really great yep. um I'm, i don't know if you remember back in the day like quicksand put out a uh, one of their promo items was a gun a phaser gun okay with their logo on it mm-hmm. that was cool Damn. promo i thought uh, what i mean i'm trying to think of other hardcore bands we're not in the most forward-thinking, clever scene. No, of the world. For, for no, but yo, the that's the part is funny, is how f- early adapter hardcore kids are. Yep, always the first to new technology, always the first yeah. in line for a lot of this stuff. Why is that? Um, We're bored. It's, no, yeah. it's actually it's a reason that fucking Casper mattress would want to work with us because, or really not Casper, but like fucking Jimbo's CBD. magic mag- yeah. mattresses that you know. Yeah. It's a younger audience looking for new stuff a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think. or And not even younger, per se, anymore, but just an audience who's open to, to new ideas. To be honest, and this isn't me making a softball pitch, at, we're very happy with our sponsors and not looking to go Casper, but yes. I will say... We have a lot of listeners who have just entered the disposable income portion of life. That's right. So... so we are kind of in some ways. Like if you like, want to buy a mattress, maybe you wait for us. <laughs> if we get enough people, it'll be like a pre-order. There if we get enough go. people yeah, that we'll, want a new we'll mattress, mattress, we'll get. There yeah. you go. You know, I mean, I think Terror Kings of promo. Oh yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. you we know about, about their record you know coming what, out though? three months in advance. They do, but I think there's Terror and Nails there's, have both done a great job of naming their shit things that stick. I mean, so you're names? Not, you're, you'll never be one of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. meaned. Yeah, right. Name. The title of your record, much like the headline of an article. So people might not know this, but most times when someone writes an article, they don't write the title of the article. Correct. Like a sports... Yeah, they don't write the title of the article. Editorial typically Editorial usually does it. I remember I wrote... um, Actually, oh, this is cool. I wrote for a Texas music... uh, San Antonio music magazine. Did a feature on Bitter End. It was the cover story. I was really happy with how it turned out. Except the cover text was really wacky, and the title of it title of it was less offensive, but the cover story name on the cover of the magazine was really lame, and I was like, "Ugh!" And you have Damn. no say in that. No, I didn't know what it was till I it was in my hand. Wow. Yeah. Um, that said, the name of your record matters more for promotion than you might think. The cover art for your record matters. Oh yeah. Don't be lazy. Don't necessarily ape something. If you like things, pull influence. Don't replicate. 
And then how you promote it. Like you said about Terra, they certainly are great promoters. But I think they've had true high points more than anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, it's not like any of the records have been poorly promoted, but clearly Keepers of the Faith. Right. Which if you were to say artwork on the record, someone could go, oh, really? That's it? Yo. It's like perfect. Think of how many things that have ripped that off. Yeah. It could have been, when you look at the cover... There's more to it going on than you think. It's not just the text as it is. It's got. It looks like it's the back of a shirt. It's. It's just perfect. It, it's really right. well done, and that starkness was what they needed in that moment, for where they were, what they, what record they were coming from. So all that shit matters, and I think it's important for bands to think about that and where they're at. I think Candy's done a really good job of promoting themselves. Um, their merchandise does some of it, but their album covers are really striking. Album covers are really striking. Also, when they promote their shows, they do it in a visually distinct way. Uh, mm -hmm. It has like a glitchy sort of uh, rave aesthetic to it. And mm -hmm. uh, when they are selling the overall... So look, interesting. I'm going to interrupt myself. I really like candy. So that means I can talk about candy in a way that is gross. Sure. But I like them. Yes. You know what I mean? Sure. So, and that's what affords me the ability to. Yes, you've taken them out on tour. And now you're ensuring they don't take you. And I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like. I listen I to the records. I, I, I actually yeah, really good. like candy. So my point is there's candy, the musical outfit, which I think is totally worthy and really good. And then there is candy, the brand, the aesthetic sales thing. Sure. Right? And. They have done a very good job with both, but for the purposes of this conversation, let's say that the latter is the one we're talking about. Yes. Wiccaphase Springs Eternal, mm. something that's in the periphery of what we, of we, we address, has done an excellent job. He was on the forefront of taking that sort of uh, uh, Tumblr uh, uh, anime on VHS sort of feel mm -hmm. and putting it to music, yep. right? That was, that was the thing. Candy is attempting a similar thing with a rave simulacra, right? It's yep. not actually anybody. Nope. I like I. I've been to a rave, <laughs> and I and I can say it's a rave simulacra, right? Yes. But that's interesting. So right. that's the part to me. I'll say that a hundred times. They're taking the energy from a rave and the aesthetics of it mm -hmm. and trying to apply it to their music. And if you look at what's happening now culturally, and it has been for a long time, chopped and screwed everything, it's taking an energy or a vibe or a style from one thing that you like or is cool and applying it to another thing that you like and is cool. And it's... Maybe it's not new. But if you listen to Candy musically, it's hardcore. Certainly. It's got some new ideas coming in here, there, and that. But you're not saying like, whoa. But they're way whoa. dancier and aesthetic than music. Yes. Yes. And oh, they, yeah. They pull in that energy and apply it. And even if it's not something wholly new that you're looking at, the packaging's different. Right. Same way when you go to the supermarket and you pick up your almond milk and they change the packaging, even if it's subtle, you look at it strange for a second and go, wait, what's different? Oh, they just changed the you know, reduced sugar from blue to white, whatever. Uh, you know? I mean, if you want to do an experiment, go buy kombucha at the store, look at the uh, different packaging and say, 
which one of the because kombucha is where I see it most distinctly because yes. you have kombucha that is appealing to graphic design whites you know what I mean you have kombucha that is appealing to yoga oh, people y- yoga <laughs> yes, people right. yeah, and, and they all sit on the same shelf yep. and they are all 95% the same product right but some of them are just like a couple of words some yep, of them have exactly. like, like Dr. Bronner and, and to me that's that's a really fascinating so, sort of uh, 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 brand test you know yes. like what appeals to you yeah. uh, but so when we're talking about promo, sorry that we dipped into Almart, but they're the same thing. It and, goes into it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you can look at Almart as more of an artistic thing. Sure. And it is, but if you're doing it right, it should be both. I want to fucking straight up smash my self-defense bandmates when they their their preferred aesthetic, visual aesthetic, is boring. They like like they would cop to that. They mm-hmm. like reserved, boring visuals. Okay. And to me, I always have to say it, it also needs to be picked up at a record store. You know what I mean? Right. Somebody needs to like uh, look at it, engage You're with it, trying to move the it. portrait shots down a section. Do you think there was, uh, don't you think those portraits are pretty reserved? I love those portrait ones. But, I think they're but, well done, but they're, but, like, they're pretty reserved. But, but I, think people, they are. I think people's faces... Now, not everybody agrees. There's people that straight up hate them, but... I think people's faces are that interesting. Are immediately engaging. I and think I, I think you can do something like we've talked about it with some of the Mark McCoy stuff that mm-hmm. he's done with portraits. I think yours do a really good job. Most of the photography is really good. Sometimes it's evocative. Sometimes it's not as effective. Yeah. But like and sometimes they feel more stark. There's different yeah. emotions coming from it. Uh, I also think there's something to be said with the fact that it's a thing you're doing sure. a yeah. thing with it. Right. Candy it's is continuity. doing yeah. a thing with. The seven inch and then the LP were yep. both done by the same artist. Yep. You can kind of catch these things. There's danger to that, though. I think there is absolutely. There I feel is. like sometimes the, do same. I already have the shirt? Yep. Mm-hmm. So I mean, okay, let's talk about a new record that, that just all, came out. Yeah, I mean, I love Code Orange. I feel like they have an aesthetic, but sometimes it's like it's just the same. I'm colorblind, so that no. doesn't help either. Yeah, but I feel like. This might be the same shirt. Uh, like, do I have this home already? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I might. I'm not 100 percent sure because it's like it's so kind of it, it, yeah. And you uniform, big, which is awesome. And I'm a big fan of their stuff. Yeah, but you're right. When it comes to merchandise, you got to be careful to not have too much of a fucking not, thing. Yeah, that or that it's not that that thought the exact thing you said, which is so good. Do I already have that? If that hits, and it could be about a shirt, could be about a record. If you have consumer confusion at that moment, something went wrong with the way you're doing it. I mean, think about your how harried the fucking merch table is at the end of a show. Yeah. If you have to be like, fuck, do I have that already? You give up. You're out. I, you're I know, out immediately. I know that we've said this a million times, yeah. but the kings of branding and in, in hardcore obviously fucked up. Uh-huh. And when they did what's the what's the record that's it's a classic record? Hidden World. Hidden World. Now, all of the fucked up material prior to that. That I knew of. That yep. doesn't mean it's all that there was. Yeah. Was pho- photography. Now, photography, but it was all black and white, right. strip at the top. Yeah, and it all, but it, uh, it has that strip at the top, like mm-hmm. just like that. And but Hidden World breaks that, but sticks with the strip, so you know the band. Yep. Y- right. But right. they sta- they change the formula enough to yes, go correct. boom. Here it is, full vibrant color yep. illustration, boom. and it, and it worked perfectly, and yep. it, it it was a deviation, and I'm sure somebody felt. Away about that, but not for long. It worked, right? You know. And speaking of promo and being weird and kind of having these, then they put on a track. Yes, they did way they back did. then. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, that's a good example. Is that some of that stuff, especially in that, 
came organically, but also like there was some intent with it yeah. and ideas and thinking like, oh, this is neat. And even the because they realized where they were at, they realized that they had put out so many singles and that they had a bit of a fanatic fan base, like rabid fan base, collecting the singles and collecting every little scrap of whatever the fuck they were doing, that they started doing wacky stuff like that because it caused more attention to happen. Is any of this not punk to talk about? Not a, I don't, who gives a fuck. I mean, when punk it comes from down the to it, go was like that. And when it comes down to it, the part that would not be punk is if some fucking dude in a fucking suit or at a giant record label or whatever was telling you, "Hey, this is what we're doing to promote the album," as opposed to it coming from your own fucking brain or from the brain of the dude who's putting out your record by scraping together his hard-earned money, whatever it is. That's punk. So, kind of, if you have any pullback to this, feel free to fucking email us. Hey, everyone. This is Tuck from Fit for a King in Off-Road Minivan. Every week, I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of That One Time on Tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Um, I think that stuff is good. I think they did a good job with that. I think in the more recent time, Candy's done a good job. I think Trail Lies did a good job. Yeah. I think Code Orange did a really good job. But one problem is it's just consistency with certain things. The volume on Code Orange recently has been turned down a bit, mm. partially because they've been off cycle. Yeah. I think they got a new record, whatever, whatever. But that silence can be loud. I, I could say the same thing for Nails is they went silent till they had this new EP it's come true. out. And so that silence can kind of feel like, oh, where did that go? You know, people are looking for that. Where did it go? So I'm, we've talked about this a million times. I'm not a fucked up guy, just an admirer of what, they've been, of what they've managed yes. to pull off. Yeah, yeah. But I am a Code Orange guy. Yes. And both bands, if you're a fan of them, you kind of have to be excited for the next thing because you know that it's going to be it's all... It's going to be something. It's going to be all in yeah. on whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So... The new, uh, th- there is new Code Orange material getting recorded soon, I think, and I am, whatever, it's gonna, it's gonna have to be committal, both musically and visually, and I'm excited. I it mean, that could, EP was fucking awesome. It, it could be a, to- and the thing is, everybody's gonna misstep sometimes, whether that's fucked up or whether that's Code Orange, whoever that is, but the missteps for me 
are just as, as long excited. As long as it's a full all in. Just fuck as it. excited. Here's a question for you. You're yes. a fucked up guy. Yes, I am. So they have a logo. Yes. Is that logo on any record? Yeah, but it's not like not pronounced, right? No, like, no. It's like it's on the center the label. It's oh, the center. It's right. like or like a little little one on the back. You know, like right. But it's never been like the front cover of something. Not in a like. This is here. It might be right. stuck somewhere. Sure. But no, no. Yeah. Um, that logo just. I mean, uh, there's another thing. Having a logo. I've um, resisted this so much. So tough, though. It's tough. It's tough because you have to have a good one. Indecision has a good one. MPB has a good one. I mean, you can tell what it is. But I mean, they're just letters. But like to have like... You know what, though? Here's here's the trick. If you took the Indecision logo and just made it all solid so you couldn't read letters, you could just see the outline, you would most people could tell what that is. Yeah. That's sure. a really good... The Bold logo, same deal. Uh, True. Think about that. Gorilla Biscuits, the GB, you would be able to know what that fair. is. That's fair. Those are really important visual cues. Indeci- Fuck, you know I never I mean? thought about it. Indecision one is rather strong, actually. Yeah, it, like, you know, and like, most precious blood two, because, which follows the similar formula. Idea, I don't, yeah. which, which I think that consistency from two, from the one to the next, was this really good. Like clearly, people who knew already knew, but at that time there was no everyone plugged in internet device like we are now. Sure. Everyone instantly would have known. There was people who were buying a Most Precious Blood record or looking at it who maybe didn't know. Oh, these are all the people from Indecision, right? You sure, know? Sure. So I, th- but I think that visual cue was just enough. Was just it. enough, and it's yeah. and then once Not they over. got it, it's yeah. like okay. cool. Yeah, yeah. But that stuff is really important. If you want to think about logos, we're looking at a thing on your TV right now. The Coxbar logo. If we drop the, the letters from that, you still know what that logo is. Yeah. Does anyone know why the S and the P are always capitalized? No, I, I don't even know. But it's it's very visually striking. Like if you change that, it wouldn't look right. right. And you know what? Same what, way the K is a little off there. You know. Right. And like you think about that. I was watching these because I need to see Coxbar again soon. Oh, nice. Do you remember they did that show? I mean, I don't know when they're playing again, but I'd like to see mm-hmm. them again. They did a show in maybe Worcester. Uh-huh. And it was them, American Nightmare, yes. and AF. Yeah, it was. But three of the more like kind of famous logos. logos. Absolutely. Like oh, yeah. on top and they made like shirts and posters with it. And it's like the boots, the angel, and the fucking Cox Bar. Yeah, it's too. like so fucking I you know, iconic. So So talking about promo, there's tons of it. Hardcore's never not been about promo. Making your own flyers, making your own stickers, even making fanzines. People were doing that to promote their local scene. Yeah. So like, and often to by me, extensions, when it comes specific band, if often, yeah. often it'll be like, hey, I did the zine to promote my band. Yeah. I, I don't. I Didn't see nothing culture wrong with do that. that. They well, should the culture abuse a fanzine first yeah. or something. Youth of Today did a not first, but a, a, um, a tour fanzine in like 1988, and bands were doing it before that. A title fight did a bunch when they were going on tours, big tours, and doing these. Right. I just think it's a cool thing. I don't think people should be ashamed about promotion. I think they should be into it, and just how you're doing it is really cool. There's well, a lot of ways to shit. do it. Yeah, there's and, no harm. Right, in it. There's nothing know, like, and and that's part of what gets into the whole like you don't shame people coming into things or how they get into it. Man, give them an opportunity to get into cooler stuff right from the jump. Tell them, show them what you're about. Self defense. You kind of have a logo now, right? Uh, I mean, the stylized text thing. Yeah, we, we've been of. using the same text for a long time. Yeah. But but at, so when we first went over to the name Self Defense Family, mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't say there was any pressure, but there was some thought at that time that logos. I mean, logos do matter. 
There's yeah, no, there's no as debate. we just uh, talked about. Uh, but my favorite bands, particularly at that time, did not have them. And, and like such as bands like Lungfish, who didn't they, ha- they didn't bring merch to their shows. You no, know, what I mean? like, but they didn't. But you know, like Lungfish is a good example. Fugazi is a good example. No merch, no logo, but but they used similar word markings yep. that mean, were instantly remembered. And I think that's something that you could say self defense has done. I I just was resistant to it because of some of the acts at the time that I was turned off sure. by. You know what I mean? Including Fucked Up, actually. Right. You know what okay. I mean? Because Fucked Up at that time felt like such a work to me. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's it, like the peak of, of their popularity. Yeah, it felt like a work. Like for people that don't, you know. I, at some point, we'll we'll do a full fucked up decompress that maybe will just be like an opt-in episode because I think for a lot of people who are younger than us, the level that we talk about them is a lot. It's weird. If, if, some people are if down you're for 20 it. you don't got a fucking clue no but they were a really big deal and I mean I don't know that much about yeah. think about if you're 20 and we actually tried to sum up Cold World there'd be no getting it you know what I mean yeah. I don't know that there'd though. be no I feel like there a little, there's a more crossover to that I there's more a, crossover to it maybe I think it's, like, yo, it's, a, hard, it's a moshy hardcore band that uses rap lyrics for their own mm-hmm. lyrics like I'm in it's like you know what you know it you're right. It could have not worked at the time. No, or it could turn into fucking Old Town Road. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but those dudes use like fucking real like rap lyrics and shit. Like it was a dice roll. And at it's the time. interesting. It was a very big about, dice roll. And it's interesting to talk about where they came from, uh, because I think people now like would associate them with you know more moshy or like what they were doing. Yeah. But they weren't. This was a very decidedly posy numbers band. Yep. Yep coming from youth crew, straight edge, hardcore band guys, not like dudes who were like in heavier or metalcore bands or anything like that. Yeah. So it's it's really interesting to talk about them. You're right. To, their music makes more sense to somebody now. And to say like, this is why people like it, go watch a Cold World video, you can see it. I, I, you know what? If somebody watched an, a fucked up, video from one of their peak eras you might go oh shit people are going crazy like yeah you know? for sure but but it is hard to explain the evolution curve of some of this shit it but, would be hard but you follow me on how when something feels like a work you're either yeah. in or you're out you right. know what i mean like you either buy, you either buy it or you don't yeah you either buy it or you don't and so at that time i was like and you know i was burnt on bands like an and like i yeah. i just for me the logo was just like, I'm out. Yeah, I don't need a logo. But yeah. really, if if one was a tr- this late in the, my career, like thinking about it like that, if there was something that was really attractive to me, I'd fucking maybe you yeah. know. So we're doing this. We're getting a self defense fucked up tour at some point. Is that what's what? Yeah, it's the, it's the aging people with too many guitars tour. That's what it, that's that's what it is. <laughs> Who's got more guitar players? They do. They, they do. get three well, on stage. Can you get? Can you do three on stage oh, all shows? Yeah, absolutely. Are you gonna get two drummers just to try to like be like hold? We've that? played shows with two drummers, and it's my. I love it. It's v- so impractical. I can't even ex- explain. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, <laughs> but it's I. Such a pain but I ball. love it. I I think it's one of my favorite sounds. I love it. So. Let's go back to the question real quick. <laughs> How would we, what would we refine promo? What's cool? We gave a bunch of different yeah. examples of things. We could really go f- way further than this. My big thing is how you use social media as a band. Don't be boring, right? Can we talk about the thing that happened without putting anybody on blast? I don't think so. Well, dance around it, and if I think, I think we can. Yeah. Um, there was some very good promo for a band very oh. recently by the fact that they were soft canceled and criticized in 
a image that backfired against the person who posted it. Yes, and let's and a lot of people were very torn up. I don't think we need to dance around it. We okay, can go I don't right even know. Yeah. Like, good. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. I must be on liberal Twitter because I don't know no. any of the shit. Uh, this is Wildside. So. Wild side, oh, the Wild side got excellent promo yes. recently. Sure, from a fo- uh, the photographer's name is Kate Fries, F R E S E. Okay, I think she's a very talented photographer. Absolutely, from I know her stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't know her personally. We don't know. I've her never at seen all. her stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's very um, well done. So she, uh, so I don't know her work, but let's whatever. explain so, it plainly so, so, so we can get there. So okay, so you said the woman's name is Kate. Kate. Okay, so Kate uh, uh, went to a Wild Side show, took photographs. Uh, and took exception to something that they said. Now, Singer uh, said something about how easy it was for them to cross the border correct. from Canada into the United States. Uh, and she thought that that was in poor taste because uh, at this, exa- I mean, we don't need to explain why. It's Hopefully, poor taste. you understand and, and, the, the issues that are happening at the border. Yes, in, and it's uh, up to Mexico. you. You know, this is me attempting to see all sides, but it's up to you if you're capable of taking a joke or not. And Kate didn't like this joke and wasn't capable of taking this joke. So. She. Uh, I don't know if it's capable. I mean, willingness. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I feel I, like capable is different. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, to me, I'm in such a different place than Kate that I can't even say. You know, I mean, I, there's nothing you can't say in front of me. So, I'm in a different. Place. Free will by Rush plays gently in my head. Yeah. So, uh, Kate took exception to it. Yes. So uh, she put a, the photo she took, which was actually looked great. Um, superimposed over a photo of the fence at the southern border, I believe. Um, and her and her point, which was illustrated by the photoshopping, was, yeah, it's easy for you. You you're like a white guy without a criminal record. Yes, you can yes. you can walk into any border in the Western world. And yes, she's not wrong. No. So that, but the image was funny. There's no debate. Yeah. I think, and I yeah. think she understood it was funny, but she was trying to make a point. And I guarantee at least. At least one member of the band had to see that and laugh. Sure. Oh, I hope they all did. I hope I'm they sure all they did. did. Yeah. But but uh, I've been in the I've been in the crosshairs of a lot of cancelizations, and I know that I know that in the moment you're like, oh god, what's this going to turn into? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so, right. so you don't know how things are going to roll, and maybe they were stressed out about it for a second, or maybe they all laughed. But the point was that whether or not you agree with Kate, or, or you think it wasn't a big deal, or whatever, it was excellent promo because it got people was, talking. It wasn't. This band did something heinous. It was here's the thing that they said that I don't agree with. Here's a visual image, and then people, because it wasn't heinous, people could draw their own conclusions about how they felt. And it was just more wild side for your dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just yeah. like that. That was an example. So here's an example of bad, all or, or the the untrue statement that all press is good press. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I heard that guy's a sexual fucking assaulter, deviant guy. Bad press. Bad, Bad press. press. You know what's good press is, yeah, I don't know. I, I heard he said something controversial. Oh, I'm going to look that up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be- because yeah. people- You're not Googling a fucking pedophile. Right. Pe- yeah. but, but people want to know for themselves if it's not something that they immediately need to dismiss because it's terrible, right. they want to know the details and they will draw their own conclusions once they Google it. That's why, sure. if I'm going to editorialize, that's why those of you that spend your time trying to cancel people for minor things need to chill on that because it always backfires on you. It will never work. It, I want, let's, you said small things. Let's talk about this. All the, to- totally with, Yo, there's some heinous motherfucker out there. 
Put your feelings out. Be honest. Be loud. Do it. With it. Let's stop canceling fucking everything. You're, you're, de-incent- you're, you're taking away the power of that voice. You want to speak out on that? Fucking speak out. You know what? The the people who took offense to you saying the thing about the weight at the drug church yep. shows, weight gate, weight gate. Uh, I know you. I know your spirit. I know you weren't trying. You were trying to be a good person. Da, da, da. I take nothing away from those people being able to go and say, "Hey, I thought that was shitty." I do appreciate that they talked to you about it. I think that was the right way to go about it. I think it caused you probably a lot of headaches. I mean, look. Probably not that bad, but whatever. But regardless, I don't take that power away from you. I don't think they tried to cancel you from that. Well, well okay, so here's the problem. The people that, that immediately took issue with that particular thing, I don't think were trying to quote-unquote yeah. cancel me at all. However, there's always a wingnut in any right. conversation. And so that, so th- maybe the, the point is, let's keep, let's keep these things away from the wingnuts. Yeah, well, and just, like, feel free. I, I think expression of ideas, like, yo, that that conversation, the the wild side guy saying that about, you know, it was really easy for me to get across, for us to get across the border. I don't see what the big deal is. Um, one, maybe he was being flip and funny. <laughs> I, I, kind of funny. The way you just delivered it, I would have giggled like a motherfucker. Right. Um, you know, like if the three of us walked in the room and said, "Hey, we had no problems walking in this bar." Weird. Um, but it could also spark a really interesting conversation about this in perspective. And to be honest, the differences that we treat our two borders with. And I think that presents a lot more commentary and nuance and generates people thinking about that. I think the idea of going, hey, we have two direct borders and they seem like we treat them very differently. And one we talk about a lot in our building of wall and the other we are not. And that is a little bit interesting when you think about the demographic differences. Right. But I think that the problem is that I, yeah. there's, I'm sure there's somebody in hardcore, but very few people in hardcore that you wouldn't be preaching to the converted on that particular topic. You, you would hope, but regardless, those are conversations. If we want to get loud as a community, I'd like to see us get loud on things that are a little oh, more well, have actual, salient. Like, sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some MAGA, MAGA hardcore dudes. Yeah, yes, there are. There, there are. are. There are. But from, in Jersey. But, but from, from your... From your City. lips to God's ear on the, uh, on the, the hopefully people start talking about important things rather than whatever. But here's, you tell me, and we're not trying to, I'm particularly not trying to put Kate on blast for this reason. No, shout out. Please check out her photog- photography. I think she's really good. Well, well, let, let, let me say, well, I would cop to that if I knew it, but I, I don't know if She I, also takes photos for the NHL. Okay. So. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. Mostly the flyers, but we won't hold that Gritty? against you. Yeah. I read her, yeah, her yeah. post. And I did not take it in the spirit of I want these motherfuckers canceled. Right. So that's why I'm able to talk about this without any animosity. Oh, mm-hmm. I, like you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm. Now pe- she came at this spikes out. If she, if you, if you came at a at a at a gaff or a casual fucking flippant comment and with the intent to cancel, I would be approaching this with a very different fucking attitude. You know what I mean? You and know what I want to say? That's not a, what I took from it, though. I agree. I, don't, I didn't take that either. And I want to say, if you've talked to Canadians, and I'll go blanket statement, let me say, most hardcore kid Canadians that I know, they're really funny. Sure. <laughs> they have a funny outlook on things and say very silly things. So sure. Shout out. Not to say that they can't say something ignorant or couldn't say something I mean they cheered Kevin Durant getting hurt yeah that's a little class so fuck them I'm giving I'm giving T.O. a break on that you still gotta make up for Drake we haven't talked about this (laughs) did you guys have a feeling on that 
Oh. I was so mad. Wait, what, about them booing? No, 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 no. Uh, oh, about about uh, the injury? Yeah, I did. No, no, no. I'm sorry. About the uh, about the series, about the championship. About yeah, the- um, it's a big shift for the NBA. Ooh, I'm not sure. Just do Jesus. Just the thing fell. I oh, hope boy. it's okay. Um, I think it'll be all right. It's a big shift in the NBA uh, for many reasons. The injuries to Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson mean that people will be playing differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're going to see most star players play around 70 games from here out. Mm. The workload. What is it Workload. Load, no, load, load management. Load yeah. management. I think that... Pat's been working on that for a while. It radically changed the offseason. The <laughs> Knicks are fucked. Sorry. Oh, yeah. are they? Because the, the Knicks, Knicks are, are going to get Kevin Durant yes. for all intents and purposes. Theoretically, they world. still might, from what I'm hearing, is they still might via tri- trade and s- sign and trade. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Weird, right? Um, or give them four years and know that the first year is going to be nothing. Exactly right. But this may be they can do the five-year because they'll do a sign and trade. The Kawhi Leonard winning with the Raptors is also going to make teams more eager to do kind of the risky rental. Where Which he was, yeah, he, he yeah, got traded yeah. for a year. So to me, that's interesting and fun. But sure is. but when I asked my father, he was he was treating this like it was a crime against humanity. Okay, so older older folks, mm-hmm. more traditional, they want Jeter on the Yankees from day one to the last. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, I think the majority of the fan base in Toronto especially like a Raptors fan, they were just like, he got us a championship. That dude could leave tomorrow. Oh, yeah. He'll still we get love. love. Yeah. yeah. You, you get that with different fan bases. Lakers didn't want Kobe to leave. Mavericks didn't want Dirk to leave. Everybody wants their star to stay with them for as long as they can. But guess what? Kawhi wasn't drafted by the Raptors. He got traded there. He played team. one season. Yo, he came, he oh, saw, sorry. he conquered. Boom. That's it. Yeah, he was picked 13. Crazy. And now he's a free agent. Um, when people get kind of weird and kind of provincial about player movement, people leaving, my comment is, yo, they they fought for those rights in, as a union. Yeah, no, they did. And, but and but as, like, a, as a fan, you do like fan, it when... Pure fan, you know what? You just got to prove it. I, I mean, yo, Toronto made a strong argument. Team around him helped win that championship. And two million people showed up to the parade. I know, but you that, can't that. But when you compared it to Jeter, what what, what class was that? What what was the Jeter Posada? Uh, the core four. Okay. Bernie Williams. The core so, four. Yeah. So you do want to see those men die with that uniform? Of on. course, you no, no, no. As a fan, yeah. Well, and and that's the uh, that's the thing. If you if you have a team, you want to see their the players, and you get attached. You know, um, in in basketball, it's interesting because you get you get like the Boston Celtics just had Kyrie Irving for two years, yep. and they. First year, everything went great. We got to resign this guy. We got to keep him here. He's going to be a Celtic forever. We're going to put his number in the rafters. <laughs> Last year went down the toilet. Yeah, they can't wait to get that. And motherfucker they're out driving of him to the airport. Yeah, they're yeah. all like, "Get this fucker out!" So uh, loyalty's out. So the Warriors, uh, everybody who low rates it, they were one of. I've been watching basketball in a I can remember it way since 1987, uh, and they are. They were as entertaining as the '90s Bulls. I think that's. I think that's, I think that's, I think that's yes. largely why my father thought it was a travesty. Because, it's just crazy you know, to think that like two of the like that's like Jordan and Pippen both getting their fucking yes. legs blown out. Yes. It's like how did that even happen? How did that happen? And you yeah. want John, you know, fucking John Paxton to win it for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like, it, it was just like there's. It no was. Way it was really tough because yeah. As I've gotten older, and basketball's great with this, but other sports you can. Baseball you can do it a little bit. Basketball is the most clear one. You can watch and appreciate greatness. I want to give you a weird perspective. Let's go. I asked my father, 
so who who is everybody? Who Shout out! Can I go visit him? We'll just talk hoops. For Absolutely! A few hours? All oh right, God, he'd love it. I, I said. I, that. I said. I said. Did your classmates uh, enjoy it, it, like the finals? Was it at the? Uh-huh. And he's like, he said, yeah, they were all celebrating when. Did when, they get to watch? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but here's the what thing. What do I got to do? I'm in. I was like, I said, who's their team? He said, oh, they're all against Curry. And I said, yeah. why? And really? He's a soft boy. He's soft. It's not just that. My dad, who is Tom, Curry, Tom, he's whiter than you. I'm looking yeah. at your, I'm looking at your legs right now. He's he's whiter than you. This and dude acting like he's fucking from the Mediterranean. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm Italian now. But here's Mama the deal. Mia. Here's the deal. <laughs> Faccia brutta. So my father is in the center of a colorism conversation oh, that yeah. he can't. He doesn't want shit yo, to do. Yo, he doesn't yo. want shit to do. You with don't want that. any of that smoke. Yo, yeah. you want that is a real conversation. Do they in hate the him because he's light Yes, yes. And he's got green eyes. Or yes. I didn't even know he had green eyes, but they in hate the him. In the NBA, it's a conversation. That's interesting. It's wild. It's really interesting. Wow. It, it's. But they like clay. A, no, they, uh, I'm trying to. Uh, who, my father tells me who's every everybody. Not and when I say everybody in there, it's whatever. It's a broad statement, but like, yeah. th- there's people that are the 20 people he interacts. Yes, with. Yes, the people that he watches basketball with, which is probably it's got to be. Yo, I want to just go hang out and watch basketball. That's got to be a fun time with that group. Uh, well, I, mean, I uh, want you to think about being a 77 year old white guy who loves fundamentals. <laughs> <laughs> so you're automatically ra- <laughs> Oh my god. So for him He really liked when they went, when the, Raptors the went to, when the Raptors went to to box and won. So for him I was into that. For him it's torture. He's fucking carrying the ball. Uh, for him it's torture. Look he, at that. That I was think, three steps. He I moved his he, pivot. I think while he's incarcerated he much prefers college ball because it, it's it, still kind of it, sure. because well because the conversations to him are more reasonable I think. You know what I mean? He like, actually no no exaggeration would probably love the WNBA. He probably oh, would. Sure. A lot I'm, more certain, like, I'm certain he watches it. I'm okay. certain if it's available to him, he watches it. No, just because it's it's not just freakish ability. Yeah. It's actual like Yeah, fundamental play. Yeah, sure. No, and there's plans. some really, really good teams too. Yeah, but you know I mean, what I mean? It's WNBA not like these dudes. You're running you know, plays. You're, you're fucking seven feet tall and you you're running point and you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's you're a freak. Yeah. But like the you know, it's like, oh you're like five seven. Yeah. And there's like oh like there's like execution of the play yeah, solid kind of movement nice. yeah. yeah it's really nice so uh, yes that's the, the, our basketball moment but but it, it, I never thought about the fact that there would be people now for people at home when I said Tom is really white he's a half a shade whiter than I am yes. I'm very white yeah. so when I, so, I'm somewhere in between that half a sorry, shade sorry I don't live at a yeah. beach Holy shit. Yeah. So, or I don't get to walk yeah. around outside all day because <laughs> I'm at my fucking job <laughs> so but my point is just like my father I don't get there's not much space for me in the colorism conversation that's right but I do find it utterly fascinating I watch Oz I see how that shit goes anybody could be against fucking Curry, Curry. just because like, he's inarguably the best shooter I've ever seen. That's what Unbelievable. Like, Unbelievable. One of my favorite plays to ever watch, ever. 100%. 100%. So, so, but Clay's the fact bad, that too. You, the fact Clay's that you could so kind good. of... I love Clay. You could Clay-ism. kind of low-key root against him. Not because... Now, if you don't like Curry because, like... You don't like his attitude. Yeah, you don't like too many turnovers. He can, well, also he can become a crybaby. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so, so if that's... So, chewing on his fucking mouthpiece. Like, we get it. If that's the yeah. thing that you don't like, then I get it. Sure, but it is really crazy to me. Are they down for like Draymond? That you'd be, yes, they are. Of course, and Kawhi because Kawhi's dad was Kawhi. an OG. Yeah, the, dude, did you see the clips of Kawhi at the parade doing the laugh? So he Kawhi Leonard at the yeah. beginning. Do you see 
his he he's a very weird human. And I heard a thing today. I love that. Everybody's so like, so Kawhi Leonard's a free agent, might be going somewhere. And every NBA insider is like, no one knows. They're like, everyone has circles. Everybody has circles, and those circles leak. Yeah. Get, maybe it's the dad. Maybe it's the fucking <laughs> he's got no agent's assistant. He's such yeah. a fucking he has weirdo. No circle. People are like, well, it's his uncle, and they're like, his uncle's his business manager. His uncle doesn't know what he wants to do. He yeah. doesn't know what he wants for lunch. Right. Yeah. Like Durant was like leaked beforehand. That they're yeah. like, here's the deal. He's going to come to New York. And Kyrie Irving's coming, coming yeah, with yeah, him. Yeah. They're going to trade for Anthony Day, like all this stuff. And, and then it's like, and it all went apart. to shit. So Kawhi, everybody's like, nobody knows. So the before the season, he laughs and they're like, it's like, he sounds like a weird, like broken Fisher Price toy. And then at the fucking championship parade he closes the whole thing off by going aha ha ha and the entire place fucking lost it i love that he's he can a laugh. freak he's, he's Yo, fucking fantastic shout, shout out, out Kawhi. shout out to toronto i'm shout happy for to you toronto yeah we all happy i mean they haven't had a major championship since the fucking joe carter hit that walk off in 1993 the 93 yeah, yeah. wow and that was the last time the i think the leafs were in the yeah they hadn't, they hadn't no, won anything in a while. Yo, i think the, when did the canadians win in 93 Three? I don't know enough about. Yeah. Anyways, it's been a long time for Canada. So shout out. Let's get to another question. Sure. Canada. Dave asks, "Our Dave, rather than the typical <laughs> our Dave, what show would you go to? Let's mess with history. One, would you stop Roger, AF, from the drug delivery that sent him to jail? What would their legacy be? Would Madball be a thing?" So this is probably documented very well in Roger's book, so we can talk about it. Um, I think, well, for him, I, I any any interaction I've ever had with Roger is super sweet, and he's a yeah. really great guy. So I would want him to not have to go to prison. Sure, but he doesn't go to prison. One voice doesn't happen. True. One voice doesn't happen. Madball doesn't exist. Over the edge. All that stuff, like all those yeah. songs, are so like the pr- the prototype for it, what Madball became. Like there's songs on those rec- that record, and that became like Madball's fucking DNA. Yeah, I wrote off One Voice for a long time, and uh, it's still not my favorite AF record, but I revisited it, and it's 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 pretty good. You know, you know what? If we do a, a watch along mm-hmm. at some point, maybe later. Yeah, mm-hmm. you ever watch the AF Riot? At the Palladium? No. It's fucking scary. I'll watch that. Yeah, like fun. So would I? On, would you stop Roger from the drug delivery? Uh, same same boat as Tom in the respect that obviously I take incarceration seriously. Yeah. I don't wish it on anybody. Uh, that said, if it, if that man is happy today, uh, then his path has been very interesting, and True. that is part of it. You know what I mean? So so what you've done since yeah. your time in in prison. He's done exceptional things. And who am I to tell Roger what to do? He's going to drop <laughs> off. To, let me just be practical. Yeah, that's me and Roger point. are friends in 1980, whatever. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? I'm going to drop off these drugs. All right, I'm like, nah, man, let's go get a sub instead. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it would go that way. I'd probably, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd say, Roger, if you're, AF, you're your own man. If he did not go to jail, AF would continue to do his band. It would have been really interesting to see their tra- trajectory, what they did. Would Madball be a thing? Probably not in the same way. Mm. Probably would have been a little different. All right. Uh, two. Would you give Glenn Danzig the extra cash to release Static Age in 1978? How would that have changed their legacy? So for those who don't know, the Misfits recorded Static Age in 78. Didn't release it because they just didn't have the money. 
So he's saying. Right. Did that come out with that box set? Is that the first time it got released? Yeah. When they did that, like. Yeah, with that, or like around that time. It came out. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, it came out in the 90s, I believe. Right. So would you, in 1978, or if you had a time machine, go back and give him the money to release the record? I'll tell you what. What I would probably do is I would contact uh, my cousin Jerry, who uh, runs a landscaping business. Yes. And I'd say, Jerry, could you hire Danzig so that the misfits don't happen? A- and hopefully make that the case. Is Did you see Jerry the whole... The whole the legal thing. I think we sent it in the group chat. Yes. Pat didn't read that. I did not read it. It was crazy. It just it basically boiled it down and said the Misfits reunions have happened because Jerry Only and Glenn Danzig were embroiled in a legal feud over merchandise stuff that Glenn had initiated it that as proceedings continued on, Jerry was winning in a landslide. <laughs> And that the reunions were a make good, like, hey, we can continue. Yeah. Yeah. And I will win and you will be fucked and you will be really hurt. Or let's do this thing where we all make a little bit of money. And we can all make a boatload of money, including the publicly uh, released numbers from Vegas and California that were well into the million. You know what bothers me, though? That they're treating Doyle like a fucking hired gun. Like a little little brother. That, like. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, he's been around. Like they were splitting it like fifty. Like Danzig and 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 Jerry get like fifty fifty, and like they or it can't be fifty. Whatever it is, yeah, right. forty eight, forty eight. High the fuck. numbers. And like Dave Lombardo, fucking the the Doyle. two other people actually playing instruments. Like on the AC side of stage. Slade, like the guy. Like yeah. when I went to go see them, like I'm like, oh, you're you're holding this down. Yeah. Yep. Like Doyle's punching himself in the dick while you play the songs. And taking backups and all this stuff, yep. but like in the shadows, like yep. when you have like the third guitar player that really holds it down, but it's yep. like he's back behind the drum riser or back near the drum mm-hmm. riser. That's what they do with this guy. But he literally like made them listenable. Yeah. I mean, shout out to them for not using backing tracks. You know what I mean? Oh, that is- God, that would have been really embarrassing. Uh, would you have given them the money to do static? No, I think it's a cool story. I agree. That was like a lost record. If I think that's they had cool. released it, how would it have changed their legacy? It would have. Um, I think it would have changed their trajectory pretty right off the bat and then i don't know what that means for the records that come out maybe walk among us isn't as big a deal uh maybe some of the singles don't come out the way they do yeah i don't know but i I think it's different but my cousin jerry has that mower that you stand on and runs really fast imagine dancing standing on the mower do you know which one i'm talking about that cool ass fucking mower they're great they're they're self-propelling yeah yeah ever ever used one no but I would uh, while we were while you're gonna be we, upstate for a few months. Why I, not? I was just thinking I'm I might be dancing. I might call Jerry and say, "Hey, how's the landscaping business? Pretty good." He does good. I mean, he enj- he enjoys his life. Uh, Working outside is not too bad sometimes. It was released in 1996. Yeah, February 27, 1996, box set release. F- July 15th, 1997, official standalone standalone release. You know who's their the attorney? List? Yeah. Who's their attorney? Lyle Preslar. Yep. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, all right. So, well, maybe not now, but back then yeah, when yeah, they yeah. negotiated that. Track listing. Are we ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Static age. This yep. means nothing to you. Not you a thing. Them. Not a thing. TV I'm thinking about riding great. a mower. Some kind of hate. <laughs> Last great. Caress. Great. Return of the Fly. Great. Hybrid Moments. Great. One of the best punk yep. songs ever. We Are 138. Great. Teenagers yeah, from Mars. Yep. Oh. Comeback. Angel Fuck. Hollywood Babylon. Fuck. Attitude. Bullet. Theme yep. for a jackal, she, yep. spinal remains, and then the doorway. That's a good god. Great, yeah. So, 
When's the first time you heard the Misfits? Oh, I mean, that was like you had to listen was to it. Was it early? Yeah, it was. Okay, it so, was. but you just didn't click. No, it was like, whoa, music for me. Yeah. You know? Okay. But you don't like, do you like Pennywise? I do not like Pennywise. I hate Pennywise. Yeah. I'm going to be totally square oh, and say that I've only heard Brohim in yeah. my entire life. Oh, no. With, no, that's someone. If you, I, bro him. you didn't live in California long enough, apparently. No. I got punished with it with because I, I was in your boat at one point and was like, yeah, I've heard Brohim. I'm good. And they're like, no, no, man. Do me the woe. You got to hear the it. Whoa. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do. No, that's not. You, what you it mean is the Brohim woe? No, I don't the, know that woe. What's the. Because as I I think of amoeba as soon as I think of the bro that's amoeba, right? Whoa! I guess yeah, it's pretty close. That's my whoa! 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 So whoa! So so here's the thing. Uh, I I make exceptions for certain woes. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and actually, Pennywise, I. I would be interested in visiting the catalog because... You can do that on your own time. Well, here's my point. <laughs> here's my point. These bands that don't mean shit to me but have carved out such a fucking lane. Niche, yeah, yeah, they like, did something. Yeah. Like, it's, it's easy to carve a lane when your socks are pulled up that high, man. <sighs> Yo. The Dude, they've created the dress code for every I know. fucking that's West what, Coast bro. That's Dude, what I'm what's saying. the spot? Is it, it's, uh, well, there's a... Hermosa? There's a, no, there's a chain... It's only in California. Not Hurley. No, it's uh, it's it, like, it, it, but they sell those like Pennywise clothes. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't doubt <laughs> it. Called yeah, shit. Like, shorts, the shorts with the white striped socks uh, pulled right up to them. Oakleys and Oakleys. Oh, DC hat, uh, chain wallet. So complete the look. Can I can I finish this out on a letter on an email that I got? Okay, let's we go. Ah, well, let me finish this we're one like an hour and, and, and then we'll go in. Right. Then we'll do that. Uh, would you get the Cro-Mags a tour manager who was honest so they would have kept touring and functioning with the 86-87 lineup? That's uh, what we're putting it on? We're putting I'm it on not exclusively it on, on that? Manager. Yeah. Is that what's going on? I would get them an honest tour manager. Maybe I would have given them a couple more bucks to waste at the time. They, would, they, they were bound to fail. Yes, they were bound to kill each other. Yeah. yeah. It would have ended in like a murder-suicide if they were able to keep their business stuff together. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Ben from Cleveland. Hello, Ben from Cleveland. Ben, what's up? Cleveland rocks. It's him. So he he saw me talking about the dwarves, or maybe I talked about the dwarves on here, yes. right? Both. And, and I've been doing a dwarves deep dive. We're we doing mm-hmm. a dwarves question right now. Not a question. It's just a fun story. So I saw the dwarves Ed Hall Flipper Show in Cleveland, nineteen ninety three. Wow. Having missed Gigi Allen the wow. previous summer, I wanted to see this show. A bunch of friends chickened out, and I ended up going with two blonde girls from college, having promised an entertaining evening. Did you say two blind girls? Blonde. Blonde. Oh. blonde. It's like two uh, blind girls. Amazing. Might have been, yeah. Uh, the dwarves had faked uh, he who cannot be named's death uh, a week before. Uh, do you, you guys know that story? No. So they were a sub-pop band, uh, and they were dropped from sub-pop because... As a promo stunt, back to mm. promos, they faked... Uh, the singer's death? No, no, no. Oh. Uh, he who shall not be named. Yeah. Their lineup is funny because he is an iconic portion of that band, but they don't always play with him. You know what I mean? Oh, like, weird. Yeah. It, it's very interesting. Did Sub Pop drop them because he died? Because they weren't in on the gag. And they... <laughs> so, were they like sore losers or they were like... No, 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 no. So... so 
the band said, you know, uh, send your well wishes to here or whatever. And Sub Pop ran with that, acting as though he really had been stabbed to death in Philadelphia. And, <laughs> and so they didn't tell their label th- that this was... Nobody wants to look like Bobo hoax. the Fool. Right. So uh, it was uh, embarrassing <laughs> for them. And, uh, you know, um, they dropped them. And then after, I want to say Blood, Guts, and Pussy. And then, uh, oh, no, they dropped them after Sugar Fix. Pardon me. Point is, uh, they then went on and did a couple more good records. Whatever. Point is, let's <laughs> get back. Were they on like Go-Kart or something? Let's get back to his story. Uh, eventually. They were on Epitaph. They were, uh, they were big on Epitaph for a while. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Uh, here's here's more of that story. Uh, Ed Hall was boring. I dragged people to see this thing, and I was starting to get nervous, but the dwarf did not disappoint. Uh, he who cannot be named came out naked and played an intense <laughs> set. Uh, Black grabbed stage divers and kicked them in the head. Uh, let's see. A girl was on stage, and he full-on clocked her in the jaw. Uh, we had been standing close and didn't want to get punched or too close to he who cannot be named's penis. At this True. point, at this point, the bouncers tried goal. to take the mic away from Blog. Uh, uh, during their last song, "Who Cannot Be Named," swung his bass at the crowd. He knocked a kid out, out cold and took out a few teeth. Uh, the set ended with silence and somebody just saying, "John needs to go to the hospital." <laughs> <laughs> so I spoke with Blog afterwards, and he drank a mixed drink. This is my favorite part of the story, and Let's the most, it. to me, the part that stands out. Every bit of ice. He just spit at a random person walking by. Now, when I get on stage, I feel away and I can behave away. I'm full of myself. I feel confident and in control of the situation and, and, and challenging and whatever. Yeah. But when I am just sitting someplace having a Shirley Temple, my antisocial behavior does not extend. To spitting in yes, people. Yes, to spitting on strangers. Is he a big dude? No. I mean, he's tall-ish. But, but not, like, intimidating. Not at all. The only thing that's intimidating about him is that he looks like he he's not doesn't terribly a, invested in his career. Right, he future. doesn't really give a fuck. Right, so like, yeah. right. He's got, but he's, like, a somewhat tall dude with bad posture. But, like, he... Uh, uh, but anyway, so after that, uh, uh, Flipper played... Uh, with Moby. And... <laughs> and let's see. There's, a, there's an ugly... Thing that happened, uh, and then Moby, and then uh, <laughs> Mo- he s- he said a lot of the people in the flipper uh, uh, and the crowd are dead from heroin now, which is totally tracks with flipper fan, flipper fan in Cleveland in 1993. Sure, yeah, I mean, absolutely makes sense. Um, but yeah, so uh, I really enjoyed the spitting ice at total strangers part. You gonna start doing that? Mm. It's going to take a lot more trips to the Y before I feel comfortable getting my ass beat like that. Like I, yeah, I at least get, into it. I at least got to be able to put up a fight. Fair. You know what I mean? Ice spitting is grounds for getting punched <laughs> Are you in the face. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? very confrontational move. Yes. All right, we done. We we yeah. can wrap it. I mean, All right, we're an hour and a half in. I I think that uh, we, we gave the people some long. We provided. Time. They the, felt good. Oh, did we? How long did we go before? Two and a half. Two and a half. What? To, yeah, people were loving it. I mean, Most you know the deal. People Come love on, it. Was that, good. was that one I was on or was that with yeah. the one? You were on. No, you were on. Two and a half we went? Yeah, Easily. Dude. You know this. We the last like three or four have been long, two, long boys. two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, big boys. So we can go. We, let's go really? easy on this one. Okay. Thanks for joining um, us. Thank yeah, you, everybody. Thank you. We answered three questions. 
Well, that first one was. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 